The Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Welcome to the Locker Room. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the Locker Room. And uh, this is Way In Wednesday. It is indeed. Yeah. It is indeed, Chaluch. And, uh, uh, you know, I got to say that um, I deserve a waiver. Right. You know, I had to go and do, well, it's... It's yeah, yeah. Um, here's the thing about it. I had to do a thing for Steelers TV last night, and so I had to go to Giant Eagle Market District and judge three people who were finalists in the ultimate tail greatness yeah. uh, cooking contest, which was you know your fav- your best recipe for uh, hot dogs, for burgers, and uh, for chicken. Yeah, and um, there was just three people there: Joe and Katie and. Uh, Oh, oh, what was it? I can't remember the third guy's name. You're Dang it all. I, yeah, I forgot. You freeze. Oh, di- oh man. It begins with the- oh, Above yeah. the neck. I know. I lost it. I apologize to you guys because here's the thing about it. They were fabulous. They cooked up some great stuff. There was a, you would have loved the turkey burger. Right. All right. And there was a black and gold chili dog. And then there was bacon and chicken and loaded potatoes. And actually, I, I like ate it all. <laughs> I ate it all, man. It was like unbelievable. Yeah, uh, just unbelievable. So I killed it. Uh, and uh, and your the end result was uh, today three hundred three hundred on the nose. I would have been under. I would have been under. I was there. I was on the precipice of it. If I, what am I going to do? I ate the whole thing. I ate the whole thing. I was under, and then I went over. So yes, I deserve to be booed, but I deserve a waiver. Because that was on the job. I had to do it. And somebody had to eat the food. Yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, 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 you know, I had uh, 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 meatloaf and uh, uh, mashed potatoes and corn and uh, mushroom gravy. And I, and I was, uh, uh, I was 206 before I went to bed. But you know what? Before he went to bed last night, this is weigh-in Wednesday. So you got to boo him because he didn't weigh in in the morning. There you go. So you get booed, too. <laughs> we got, we're got. we both been booed. He, oh, he gets both. He gets both a cheer and a boo because he weighed over last night, but you didn't weigh in this morning. Yeah. Get Zooks, man. Yeah. All you had to do was weigh in. You could have been a star this morning. Uh, but no, you didn't. Yeah. I I I uh, you know when I weigh in in the morning I weigh light. Well, that's called weigh in Wednesday. It's right. not weigh in Tuesday. Yeah. All right. If you go twelve oh one on Tuesday night, that becomes Wednesday morning. I'll give it to you. Yeah. But you got to be weigh in Wednesday. I would have weighed under three hundred last night before I ate all that turkey burger, chili dog, and and uh, the 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 bacon loaded potatoes and chicken. Well, all right, bacon loaded potatoes. Oh yeah, everything. Yeah. And then I put it all together on one. Oh, yeah. it was just awesome. So that's the fact. So uh, you know, uh, uh, Mike uh, had the, his press conference uh, yesterday, 
And uh, one of one of the questions was um, uh, Ben's arm is live, and so he wanted to take uh, the day uh, the week off uh, and uh, throw in the ball. And uh, Mike Tomlin said, "Well, we had a brief conversation. I'll see him on Wednesday." Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I think he said, "I'll see him on Thursday." He's giving him Wednesday yeah. off. Yeah. All right, so the fact is, here's the thing, and I I know it's said with tongue-in-cheek. The thing about it is, he gets Wednesday off every week. Right. And you can can laughingly say, yeah, you know what, don't mess with success, I'll see you Saturday. Yeah. Um, Everybody knows Ben's just kidding. Here's the point about it. Yeah. You need him in-house, you want him in-house, because he is the... What uh, magnet to everybody else? Right, right. He pulls everything together. Just he's because you played the that. magnet, and yes. you are steel. Yeah, there's. That's what it is. He's the guy that that everything is really centered around. Yeah, and you need him there. Just his presence in house every day means so much. And the leadership skills he's exhibited as he's gone about the process of this whole COVID crazy year. All right, this is a COVID crazy train year, but he is the one. The one um, guy that has really provided a substantial foundational piece of uh, what? What am I trying to say? You know, he's he's been the rock yeah. for these guys. Yeah. So stay with it. Well, you know, uh, uh, Mike Tomlin said that they are going to go to the uh, Zoom calls again, and uh, they have to not, with all the the, the yeah. COVID protocols, right? Yeah. And you know we uh, we have to have a better use of our time, uh, and you know he said it's hard when you don't look into the players' eyes. Well, think about it. What do you got right now when um, you got schools closing because right. of the COVID protocols, right? Right. And people talk about the fact the kids are not learning that they're you know the Zoom you can Zoom all you want, right? But are parents looking over the shoulders of the kids? Are they helping the kids assimilate the material? Can you look in the eyes of a kid and know that they're assimilating that material? It's difficult. There's you, no doubt about it. You know, I, I, you know how hard it is just to sit across the table from you and know what's going on in your noggin, right? <laughs> yeah. Don't even think about trying to figure me out. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lost cause. Yeah, um, uh, you know, he he said uh, you you got to look in a man's eyes. Uh, well, you and, get all the cues of being up close. Yeah, yeah, and he said more of adjustment for our coaches. It is. Well, think about it. You know, he talks about Mike. Mike talked in the same same uh, zooming uh, interview. Yeah. There. He talked about how the players of today, especially the millennials, like. Jacob over there and Kellen they have there. they they have stuff to, to they, look yeah, at. They you know they got handheld devices. It's very you know all that stuff works. See, ja- he's Jacob's got his sitting right there. He's laughing at us. He's he's, he's showing the phone through yeah. the, the window. But the fact is, he's very comfortable with that. What do we do? Hey Jacob, what's happening on Twitter? Hey Jacob, this. Hey Jacob, can you look up that? Because we don't know. Right. We're old fogies, as Cr calls us. Yeah. That's who we are. Older and fogier. That's right. Yeah. It's not like we're getting hipper and and more clear minded and and you know brainier as we grow older. Right. <laughs> You know, that's the nature of, of the life cycle. Yeah. You uh, know? Uh, so Jalen Samuels got a quad, and Terrell Edmonds has got a hammy. Okay. Uh, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, he said, uh, Mike Tomlin said, uh, Mike 
Mike Hilton will practice today. Good. And uh, but the uh, the injuries uh, have caused uh, them to play younger guys. There's no doubt about it. We talked about that yesterday. Referenced it. The fact that they've played up to 28 different guys on defense already. Right. Um, it's not near the the mark of the Miami Dolphins of last year with 43. Um, but the fact is, here, and and here's the whole thing. I, I just want to finish up though before we move on to the injury situation, is the fact that that when you zoom like that. You don't know how much each person is retaining. Right. You got the walkthrough. You got the practice, but you're not sure what's exactly going on in the gourds of these guys. Right. And here's part of the problem. The running game, which Mike referenced, and we'll get to in another segment, but the, the problem with the run game is you know as well as I do, you only focus on what the coaches make you focus on. Right. You you know, when the coaches start talking about, we got to run the ball, now all of a sudden with laser-like intensity, everybody's aware, okay, we got to start running the ball. And, you know, you hear peripheral cries about, ah, they can't run the ball, but you're winning. You're winning. Yeah. Okay? And so you don't really, all right, I get it, but we're winning. You yeah. know, and that's the point. But now when Mike Tomlin does an about face and says, all right, the running game's below the line. Right. Now, he starts within meetings. But, you know, are guys sitting in meetings and making sure that they're they're locked in? He, you know, he he's uh, talking about uh, that there, there's no – they're not locked in, right? They're the you know because they uh, they don't have pads. <laughs> exactly, but here's the whole thing: they're zooming, and you don't know if these guys are locked in. Do you remember what we used to do? Remember we had a playbook open. We're there with the coaches in our room, and you got a hat pulled over your head. Sometimes right. you're tired, yeah. So you just pretending you're looking at your book, yeah. You know, and, and you're there. You were sleeping. <laughs> If if you if you like if your elbow dropped and all of a sudden you jerk you know because you like were startled awake yeah. you just turn the page yeah. and your playbook like oh I'm just checking something you, you know, know uh, when uh, <laughs> when uh, uh, Chuck uh, questioned uh, Keith Willis do you remember yeah he said Keith, uh, Keith Willis uh, are you uh, are you you know uh, how we do this four. <laughs> It was so funny yeah. because, you know, these are the things that happened live in person when yeah. you got coaches in the room, you got Chuck in the room. When you're zooming, you know, you don't know what's going on underneath where the camera can't see, you know. I don't know. You know what I mean? You, you can have guys, uh, you know, just doodling and stuff like that. Right. But the fact of the matter is, look um, – It'll be better when this COVID stuff is over, but right now you're only dealing in the areas right. that you can deal with. And as Mike said, the coaches are learning how to teach. Yeah, you know, and through, this is, through Zoom, exactly. And here's the thing about it, because I just, I, I just really had a conversation with uh, Kyle Jacob, my son. Right, he's at West Point. He's in a professor at West, uh, assistant professor at West Point. Okay, now here's the thing about it: is he teaching? He's or, teaching in classroom now. Yeah, he says I can't stand teaching by Zoom because these kids, they're locked down in their rooms. You know, they're getting out. They're releasing them a week early from West Point. Yeah, so they can go home. You know, Thanksgiving break. But he says these kids are not able to retain because right now it, the Zoom stuff is just so difficult for them to absolutely concentrate and focus and get the job done versus in person. Right. So they've been going more in person because they realize that 
the, the, the retention factor amongst the students is not near as great as when they're in the classroom. Oh, and, and the, the retention factor is not uh, as great uh, among the players. Exactly. You know, uh, one, one thing that uh, I, I always look forward to is Thanksgiving break uh, oh. at college. Yeah, who didn't? You know yeah. I mean? You loved it. Yeah, we, we, we played the last Saturday right. uh, before uh, Thanksgiving break, and then we went uh, on the Thanksgiving break. And you go home, and you're and, all and, fat and, and happy. And yeah, everything. and, and you, we played Turkey Bowl. Yeah, right, Turkey yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Did that just once. Turkey Bowl was not, uh, you know, by the we end of We played the... Turkey Bowl every year. Did you really? Yeah. I only played it, I think, one time or a couple times that I can remember. But certainly the thing about it is, and um, uh, Thanksgiving, I know, is always such a special time of rejoicing, right? Uh, and being, with and the we family. have a game on uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving, right? I know that's uh, it's unfortunate, but it's here. Yeah, and that's good, right? That, Not that, that it would matter. Come to think of it, yeah. <laughs> like we like don't me. have to. We don't have to. <laughs> it's like me on a, on a away game. Even though we're at Heinz Field, I bring my binoculars. Oh yeah. my heavens! I'm I brought my I binoculars. I, I got my binoculars. You're looking at a monitor in the media cafeteria as you're calling the game. Right. Oh, there's, oh, Lord Jesus, help me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the fact of the matter is um, they they are, you know, swinging things around. You've got the, the, the COVID protocols again going on today. Um, but Ben is back in the house. He's not away from the team. And I think that's so great. You know, I mean, I because I again, he is the rock upon which these guys are all. Well, Mike Tomlin said we have to refocus on the running game. Yeah, yeah, and I think in this next segment we can pick that up and, and go with it even further because um, one of the things we got to talk about is what are the cures, right? You know, and we can get into that a little bit deeper. Hand in the dirt. Oh, that's part Hand of it. Hand in the dirt. No question, but part of that is also going to be the practice, and I don't know. Can can you even? Get the pads on. I mean, they right. have not had – I don't know. When was the last time they had pads on? I don't know. You know, it's been a long time. The last couple of Thursdays that we've been there, um, all we've seen is – we saw one two weeks ago was walkthrough. Right. Basically. No helmets even. Right? Yeah. All right. Remember? And then it's shells and stuff like that because of the COVID stuff. Yeah. Now think about what you're missing. Because of the COVID stuff? Yeah. Because it was – because Ben wasn't there and, and people weren't there and it, it was uh, – what was it that was? Um, I'm trying to remember why um, they were just basically in walking, but it was COVID intensive, right? You know, and so he and, and uh, Mike gave him off, yeah. basically. Oh, uh, you know, Oakley uh, developed uh, this uh, those masks, but uh, yeah, nobody's masks. wearing them. Yeah, no, nobody's wearing them. You know, here's the thing about it: is, I would, I wouldn't wearing them. Right? I yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't wear it. Probably not, because I think I'd feel like it was suffocating or something like that. Yeah. I'd be sucking the wind out of you. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the leg brace. You know how it is. You think, oh, that's all great and fancy. When I came back from my first knee injury, I had this dinosaur leg brace on. And my leg blew up in the first game. It was like, I, you know how it is Like when your one leg is, it feels like it's so tired and everything like that. And it was like in the first half. And I remember taking that thing off and going, no way. Yeah, it's just too. It, it just hampers me too much. So Mike Tomlin said we have to work on the running game. No question yeah. about it. Yeah, and I think you got to work on the running game by working with pads on. Yeah, you need to have that 
in mind because the running game to me, think about this. All right, the running game, first five games, yeah. they rush for over 100 yards right, every game. Right, right, right. It's not that they can't do it. They can do it. Yeah. But there's also a danger right. in going into a game and saying, we're going to run this ball no matter what. Yeah. That they can't fall prey to. And that's, know, when a, that's when a trap game becomes a trap game. Yeah, yeah. When you, you know, trap yourself. When uh, Mike Tomlin said, um, it didn't cost us the game. Right. And so we're exactly, we're and that's the bottom line. But yeah, I get it. All right, yeah. Uh, let, let's go to break, and we'll be. Well, we got four calls. Get Zooks, man. Yeah, we got. Well, we got to discuss something. Right, right off the top of your flat uh, head there. Are you five head? Five head. Yeah, yeah. It's a flat head and a five head. All right, all right. We're we're gonna take a break. <laughs> He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room, and we'll be back after this. Tunchin' Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunchin' Wolf. I like Rocky Rocky Road. (laughs) Rocky Road? Yeah. I like Rocky Road. Yes, Uh, I do. What's the guy that sings that? Um, Probably Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al Yankovic. I don't. I would only yeah. guess because I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. He, you, you, you guessed it right. Ah, well, you know what? I have my moments of yeah. absolute clarity. Sometimes yeah. I just amaze myself. Yeah. So the fact of the matter is. So you know that 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 the you know, the rough and tumble games. Uh, we, you know, James Robinson. Uh, his, this guy's going to be tough. Yeah, he's going to be tough. He's he's rushed for over a hundred yards a number of times. Right. He is really their offense. And you think about it, you got the Jake Luton, you got the rookie there. Okay, if you got that rookie, you know they're not going to be leaning on him yeah. as much as possible. You got to, you know, you got three of the five starters that on that offensive line that they've had in years past. That when they beat the Steelers up here in Heinz Field. You're gonna you're gonna roll with that, you know. You, that's like a, a fist in the face. That's uh, you know blunt force trauma type of offense. You might as well roll with that because you want to make sure that uh, are you what are you, what are you doing over six hundred eighty nine yards? Okay, yeah. I was wondering. You're looking at your papers flying everywhere and everything. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what you're doing. I I, I six hundred eighty nine yeah. yards. Yes, he's he's a James top Robinson. rusher. So you're gonna lean on him. Yeah. No question about it. And Brandon Lindor, uh, Cam, uh, 
Washington, and uh, they, they have a good offensive line. They have a good offensive line. They, like I said, they have three of the five starters that they had in years past yeah. when they beat the Steelers. In my mind, you know Dougie. Dougie's a run-first, time-of-possession guy. Right, yeah. You know, I mean, he's he's of the flat-nosed society, you know, in the past. He's yeah. one of those guys that uh, – he was one of the last ones that still had uh, Oklahoma drills right. in uh, training camp. Yeah. Remember a couple of years ago we yeah. saw him in Jacksonville? And he would be out there. You went down. You've worked uh, with his guys. Right, right. I've worked uh, past seven years, eight years right. with, with his guys. Yes. And, you know, you you know that he's a physical guy. He believes in, you know, physically going after the opponent. You see it in the remnants of the run game. You know that uh, the Steelers are, are got to prepare for that. Yeah. Um, Jacksonville has issues with uh, pass defense. I find this interesting because here's the thing about it. Everyone's talking about this is the trap game. Yeah. And, you know, Mike Tomlin made a great comment. You know, this isn't the, was the Pac-10 playing a Mac or right. something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, a big conference for a small conference. Yeah. They're all professionals. Where, in my mind, a trap game becomes a trap game is when you start to say, we're going to do things differently that, uh, for instance, if you're going to say, we got to run the ball better. Right. Well, what would Chuck do? Remember, Chuck, Chuck we're going to run this ball until right. we do it right, right until right. we you know, we, we rush for 100 yards or whatever, and even if we lose the game, we're going to run that ball, uh, okay? Yeah, That's and, where a trap game, in my mind, becomes a trap game because you stop saying we want to win the game. Yeah. It's about proving a point. Chuck was, uh, you know, he's uh, one of the guys that we were uh, – we place the will on the, the impose your will, will upon your opponent. Impose but here's the will. here's the problem. Yeah, if you spend too much time proving you're right or proving that you got to do something uh, a certain thing, you might it might be a pyrrhic victory. You yeah. know, you win the battle but lose the war. Right. You're right. You you you've proved your point. You can run the ball or you can you can run the twenty nine. <laughs> Toss 29 crack or, uh, you know, what was the sprint right? I love the toss 29 Yeah, except for the day on Thursday or Friday when we ran it like 17 times. You know, it's so funny. We were talking about Tom Moore yesterday. And uh, Tom Moore, I remember when he was up at training camp, I was talking about this with somebody. Um, But he came up to – oh, with Labs. We were talking about Tom Tom Moore. And he came up to training camp. And I remember because I I, I was talking to Tom, and for whatever reason, I said, do you remember that Friday we ran the Toss 29 crack like uh, 15 times in a row? And he goes, it was 17. (laughs) I mean, his clarity of memory was absolutely spot on. And he goes, because you guys couldn't run it right. (laughs) He was killing us. But the fact is – you know, that's the way it was back then. It was like, we're going to run this Toss 29 crack until we get it right. Toss 16U. Uh, toss, whatever it was, yeah. Toss yeah. six. No, no. No, we it was a toss, 28 toss 28 crack. crack. Yes, I had it going because the other I, way. I ran because it. you ran it. Yeah. So the funny part was uh, that Tom not only remembered it, but with absolute distilled clarity as to the number of times. Right. And the reason why, because... You didn't get it right. Then it was Merrill didn't get it right. Then it was one by one. We were all screwing up. And then because you had to pull all the time, you were dying. Yeah. Because it was, you were running. It was like running a gasser uh, each and every time. So the fact of the matter was, you know, where I think this, and when people talk about a trap game, um, I I think the trap becomes when you you go into the game trying to prove a point rather than win the game. I I, I don't think uh, this is going to be a trap game. I don't think so either. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, that. what I'm saying is, and, you know, people keep referencing Tomlin has, uh, they've had bad losses in the past. I always say, you know, when does it become about, there's a mark on you. You know there's a mark on you. The Steelers brand is always one such that it, if you put that pelt on the wall, right. everybody cheers about it, right? That's something that uh, can make your season. And then, yeah, so the other team, they're professionals. They rise up. They want to play. They want to beat you. You know, and, and other people, you know, some people just say, well, it's a trap game because they're this and that. No, it's not. It, that The other team's a bunch of pros. They're yeah. going to put their best foot forward, man. They don't want to be outclassed. And the, the inside linebackers are uh, Miles Jack and Joe Schobert. And uh, Mike Tomlin said, we have a bullseye on our, on our back. Absolutely. You know, and you know that they're going to bring it. And, of course, Doug, having history with the Steelers, having you know been in camp, you were right. in camamp with them. Yeah. Um, so was I, actually, because we uh, but we're in two different camps. Yeah. I was in Minnesota with yeah. Doug. He, he said – I don't think Chuck likes me. <laughs> I remember when he he put twenty bucks in his sock for practice, and he came up. And he goes, "I got I got twenty bucks in my sock. I'm gonna at the end of practice. I'm gonna go up to Burnsy, Jerry Burns, the head coach. We go, Burnsy, right here, twenty bucks. What's my name?" <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do it. Uh, I was laughing. I go, come on, come on, do it. And he was like, nah, just it's like getting myself <laughs> thrown out of here. Yeah. So, um, anyhow. Regardless, you're talking about the fact where I think this can be, you know, a problem yeah. is if Mike Tomlin would say, "All right, we're going to run this ball regardless of what they do, regardless of what the situation is." Look, you got to run the ball at the appropriate times, right? right? And you you can't do it to the detriment of of the game. Yeah, and I think like last week. You would it's it would have been to the detriment of the game because everybody's crammed in there. The last three opponents, I mean, you're talking about from Baltimore, Dallas, yeah. and Cincy. They all played variations of the bear, the, right. the you know the double, the double eagle. eagle and stuff like that. It, when it's that crammed, you got to rely on your Hall of Fame right. quarterback, and that's what they did, and he pulled it out. So yeah. there, and and uh, um, and Ben uh, is gonna. Uh, not practice on Wednesday because he's got a. Uh, well, he can keep his arm live. Yeah, he's you know keep what I mean. His arm live. I think last week was great. He got the you know as Terrell Edmonds says the guys were joking saying ah oh, you got your bye weekend you know him and Vinny and yeah you know the rest of the guys uh, um, you know you got the the Gerald Hawkins and Jalen Samuels you got the bye week and you got a little time off you know a little rested yeah but um you know you, here's the thing about it. You know you're going to have to lean heavily on seven. Yeah. If you're going to be in the hunt for the Lombardi seven, you got to rely on seven. Right. And that's right. It. Right. Right. And he and he's uh, he comes up uh, uh, to the task. He does. Uh, he, he rises to the challenge. He rises to the challenge. He's uh, he's a great player. All right. Let's go to Cr in the locker room. Uh, Cr, welcome. Uh, how are you doing? Focus here off the next Chicago. How the heck are you guys doing this morning? We're doing fabulous We're as doing usual. Fabulous. So, what do you got, buddy? Uh, all right, r- r- running through the schedule uh, inside the locker room. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll, um, oh God, I'm tongue tied right now. Any basic dirty dozen. We're up to uh, seventy three people right now, which is pretty good. We keep picking up people along the way. Uh, my second p- comment is. Um, you know, the iHeart Radio app uh, with the uh, Steeler Nation radio and inside the locker room with Wolf 
and touch and uh, then call in at 412-919-1316. All right, guys, here we go. Um, Wolf, 300. What's up with you, man? I told you I get a waiver. Last night I had to go do a thing for the Giant Eagle Market District. I had to judge a the ultimate tail greatness cooking challenge. What am I going to do? You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I'm the okay. resident fat guy. I had to go. <laughs> and I, I certainly I certainly couldn't disappoint them. They were slaving away cooking. I had to eat the food. Come on. Yeah. I'm not a barbarian. As, 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 the, as the player said, you made a player's decision. <laughs> Game time so, decision. <laughs> hey, man, but think of all the fame. Think of all the excitement. Everybody in Steeler Nation knows that, hey, Wolf, is under 300. Now they're saying, ooh, whoop, he can't get under 300. I was right on the nose. Listen, buddy, if I hadn't had to work, that was work last night. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> then I would have been under 300, man. I was right on. <laughs> hey, man, and the other thing is, um, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to say this thing first. You was talking about uh, uh, Coach Tomlin. Uh, he says every time we go into the stadium, we're playing professionals. Uh, we're not a Big Ten team right. playing at a max right. uh, right. this week. Every time we go in the stadium, we're playing professionals. Like you said, people do have the uh, the marks on their back, and uh, the Steelers have the marks on their back. And uh, like, uh, if they can say that, hey, we beat the Steelers this year, it's kind of like a Super Bowl for many of the guys. Uh, and the other thing, too, guys, is that, you know, we're talking about what's going on out there. Uh, this is a very, very unique season. Uh, unique and that it has never happened before, and that hopefully it'll never happen again. But the bottom line with, with the COVID-19 and the classroom and being present, like when you guys back in the day, you know, you had on the pads, you was out there sometimes uh, doing the summer camp like twice a day, and if you messed up, probably three times a day. But this is a whole nother world. And, guys, what I'm really, really focusing on is the fact that with all this upside down and inside out and uncertainty, the Steelers are nine and zero. Absolutely, we come through all of this. It's kind of like the guys on the Ark, man. The whole world was upside down, but we are <laughs> on the Ark. That, that was a bigger <laughs> job, there, buddy. <laughs> God took okay. care of Noah and his family, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, I, hey, man, if you if you really want to look at it, he's carrying us right now too. Oh. All the stuff. Well, so, here's the thing about it. You you know the the thing about Ben is when you pack the box, right? And he can make that offense move like he did when he can hit the slants, he can throw over the top, right? He can hit the comeback, he can hit the rear back shoulder slants. throw, yeah, uh, the you know the the crossing routes and the checkdowns. Those things. How do you defend all that? Yeah, you know. And I really think that the running game is going to come back because at some appropriate time they're going to go. We can't simply depend on the fact that Ben's elbow may wear out or Ben can't make the throws because he certainly can, and he's doing well. We're, we're under a minute there at CR. We, we got to uh, 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 play too high safety. Yeah, that's okay, what, well, that's, I have to yeah. But I was uh, just talking about with the running game. Uh, it, it's going to be what it's going to be. When it comes time for us to run, uh, uh, I think the, the That's when those two safeties get high like Tunch was just talking about. Yep. Yeah, it'll work. So, hey, guys, in the interest of time and in the interest of everybody else, uh, in the meantime and in COVID-19 between time at 9 and 0, here we go, Steelers. <laughs> here we go. Thank you, Steelers Nation Chicago CR. Thank you, buddy. All right.
God bless you, CR. Yes, indeed. So, you know, the thing about it is, before we go to break, is just remember, you know, you've got to get this, you want to get this running game back online. Right. Button down the details. And uh, I think in the next segment, we're going to what we think, how you can go about doing it. Right. Yeah. You know, one, of the, one of the things uh, that we have to do, um, you know, I, I, I don't know that they put their hand in the dirt. Well... Part of that becomes what you do in practice time. Yeah, it starts right. with getting right. those pads on, if you right, ask right, me. Right, right, right. All right, let's uh, let's go to break. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back after this. right now we accept ownership for that um we're gonna roll our sleeves up and and, and solve it um we, we had a similar discussion a couple weeks ago when you guys were asking about our third and long defense um we did similar things there and i expect similar results in regards to the run game you're in the locker room with tunch and wolf presented by neighborhood ford store the ford f-150 is the official truck of the pittsburgh steelers now here's tunch and wolf so we're singing sweet emotion because the running game is not working. He said we're going to roll up our sleeves and uh, uh, take right. care of it. Right, but the the key that I think he said was we had a similar conversation about, about third, downs third downs a couple weeks ago. Right. And what happened? The focus got laser-like on yeah. the third downs, and all of a sudden you pull off an 0 for 13. That's remarkable. Right, that right, is truly right. remarkable. But remember. 0 for 13 by the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. Right. And here, here's the thing about it. In the first five games, you rushed for over 100 yards. In the sixth game, you rushed for 94 yards. You're fully capable of rushing for more yards. But don't lose sight of the fact that right now, when they're packing the box, it's not about, let me prove to you, we can run the ball versus the, the bear defense or the double eagle defense or the, the variations, the minutia variations that come with either defense, the right? A, the the Let's a take, gap. Yeah. We've got to, we want to run the ball, but you take it opportunistically when it's appropriate. You don't it's not about hammering home the fact yeah. we can run the ball against the bear defense. Uh, you, you know, know one one of the things uh they do is they uh throw the ball quick. Absolutely. And you know that when when you pack it like that, yeah. now you start to look okay, the counter trap to get outside, I think they can work on that. What did we see in the counter trap? Yeah, We're they, seeing at the point of attack, the double team has not move people you right to get back to all right i don't know whether you got to get on the sled yeah. i don't know whether you gotta you know get some live 
uh, padded on practice going and, and moving people. Right. But you've got to have a point of emphasis that says at the point of attack, that dude with his hand in the ground had better be moved backwards. You've yeah. got to be able to move them backwards. Don't give me the uh, don't give me the, the they're too big. Yeah. I remember in eighty six, Ray Penny and I double teamed Fridge when he was three seventy five and we took him off the ball. Right. Okay, you, it can be done. Yeah. It can be done. You gotta be willing to go after it and, and sell out and do it. But the fact of the matter is, um, you've got to be able, you know, you've got to make a commitment to do it. But the point is, and I and I want to reemphasize this too, you don't do it at at the expense of losing the game or winning the game. Right. You know, uh, when the the first play uh, in the Bears uh, game in 86 uh, was a counter 37 trap. Okay. And uh, I was going to block Mike Singletary. And uh, Terry Long kicked out uh, uh, Richard Dent, and I pulled up on uh, Mike Singletary. And Mike Singletary was not ready for me, and I boned him. Right. And I drove him uh, – and I dumped them. Right. And so uh, uh, that that was uh, that play had 15 yards. And so uh, Malone said, "Let's run it again." And uh, when I came around, uh, Mike was waiting on Mike you. was waiting waiting on me, <laughs> and he stung me uh, like a, right, yeah, it, right. It, you know, and, and that's why Mike Singletary was yeah, great. Yeah. You know. The point I'm making is this: number one is you've got to be able to the counter trap. You've got right. to, you've got to move the guy back at the point of attack. Right. The second element you got to have is the kickout man. Right. Now the kickout man cannot go with a predetermined um, idea of what he wants to do. You can't say I'm going to log, meaning take him with your inside shoulder. Right. So then the trailer will bubble over the top and then go upfield. Right. You've got to make sure that if that man is where you can kick him out, you kick him out, and then the trail guy turns up inside the trap. If you don't get anybody moved at the point of attack on the double team, you're going to run into – it's going to be like a, a three-car, four-car pileup in, right. on the parkway. Yeah. You're going to have boom, boom, boom. All right, you've got to be able to have either the kick out or the log, but you can't predetermine and belly deep and get the log, and then you're going to have the trailer run into you. Then the back is trying to bubble deep when James Conner lost five yards. And the trailer, uh, trailer's got to uh, see uh, the. He's got to read the yes, kick out or the log. The log, right? And so he uh, uh, bounces it outside. All right, let's exactly. go to let's go to the uh, phones. Juan in Charleston, South Carolina. Juan, welcome to the locker room. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Fabulous. How you doing, Juan? Hey, I'm doing great. Can't complain. Shout out to my crew, the Dirty Bakers, Dozen Plus One. Shout out to those guys. Absolutely. And by the way, I've had hey. too much coffee this morning. If you can't tell, I've had I've, I've had a little too much caffeine. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and he's three bills. <laughs> I, I know. I would have been under. I would have been under, but I had to work last night. I get a waiver. Hey, hey Wolf, I'm with you. I had a lot of caffeine, too. I, I just was at Starbucks. <laughs> oh, four bucks, you mean? Because everything there is at least four, <laughs> four bucks. Four bucks, yeah. As Tunch always calls it. <laughs> yeah, so, hey, hey, so Tunch, what's your weighing, buddy? What's that? I weighed 206. Ask him when he weighed 206. Uh, you know, I weighed 206 yesterday at the doctor's office. All right. But, uh, you know. Hey, uh, hey Juan, I, I, is weigh-in Wednesday, weigh-in Tuesday? No. No, it's not. So it doesn't count. He got booed. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, 
sometimes we need some documentation on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. What do you got there, Juan? What'd you weigh in, buddy? Huh? Hey. I know your hey, wife I know your wife is I'm looking doing... at you sideways. No, actually I'm doing good. I, I dropped five pounds, so I'm at two thirty five. Okay. All, all right. right, all right. All right. We'll we'll let it go. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was listening to the drive last night with Matt and Dale. So got right. a couple of stats with you for you guys. When the Giants won the Super Bowl in 2011, they were ranked 32nd in running the ball. Okay, right, right, yeah, and uh, that was because Eli Manning uh, was throwing the ball all all over right. the. the uh, to feel right, but your point is not to s- accept it and say, "Well, there's nothing we can do about the running game." Uh, it's simply thirty means- second, thirty second. Yeah, thirty second. That, that means the very last. Right, right, All right. The point last. is not to yeah. sit there and say there's nothing we can do to improve it. Let's just roll with it. No. Again, this is all about who you're facing and how you're facing. Guys that blocked uh, five 100 yard performances in a row at the beginning of the seasons have not changed up front. Yeah. The guy who ran the ball for uh, much of that 100 yards a game uh, has not changed at all. Okay. It's the defenses that have changed. And so you've had a little lack of, produ- a lot of lack of production in the run game the last couple weeks, but that doesn't mean it's going to stay the same. Refocus. I think it's going to stay the same. I don't think so. I think they're going to. I think they're going to rush the ball better appropriately. I'm not saying they're going to lead the league in rushing, right? But you want to make sure that you counterbalance your passing game as much as you possibly can yeah. with a good rushing attack. And at times, the rushing attack is going to rise and it's going to fall. You know how it is. We've been there. Right. We've been part of some lousy rushing attacks that suddenly caught fire. Right. You know because we had a reemphasis on the on the basics of the game, the foundational aspects we knew. And again, it has to do with our time period. But Chuck would hit; he'd take the whip to us, yeah. and we had back to basics. And you knew if you didn't run the ball the way he wanted it run, it was going to be miserable and more miserable each and every week until you got it done. Mike said uh, back to basics. Yes, but he doesn't mean it in the same way as right. Chuck did because yeah. you can't. The CBA won't allow it. Right. But anyhow, I'm sorry, Juan. I got off on a tangent, which I'm apt to do very often. You're fine, you're fine. And also, um, they had another stat, too. They said teams this season that rushed under 50 yards are 314-1. and one. And the Steelers, in that time, we were 3-0. and oh. So, hey, we got three of those wins. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing about it. Statistics are just statistics. What what do they say about statistics, uh, there, there are lies, damn lies, and there are <laughs> statistics. Then there's statistics. So, don't worry about That's it. That's what Stan said. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, and also I'm I'm just tired of these people with this word trap game. They just need to get that out out of vocabulary. I mean, these like like you guys was talking. These guys are professional too. They get a paycheck too, so you need to get rid of that word trap game. I mean, like the movie says, any given Sunday. That's a great point, Juan. You're exactly on. Yeah, and that you know they're. Uh, you know, there are uh, trap games and there are trap games, but there are trap games for college, uh, you know. For if you got the MAC Conference yeah, playing the, the, the Big Ten or whatever. Yeah, the Big 
big uh, yeah. the MAC conference, uh, the Missouri Valley. There you go. Oh, uh, that's a trap game. We, we were beating. Uh, <laughs> we were beating uh, trap games. Here's my point in that uh, Juan is real simple. Uh, I think it becomes a trap game when you let your ego get in the way and you decide we're going to beat a team by a certain method and you're going to adhere to that no matter what's going on. For instance, if you went into this game down in Jacksonville, you said, we're going to beat these guys. We're going to beat them running the ball. We're right. going to prove a point. We can run the ball. And we're going and you go out there and you run it 45 times and uh, you lose. All right? That's a trap game to me. You've, you've literally trapped yourself into a, a one-method uh, mode of, of – winning a game it's not that way you take what they give you and you take uh and impose your will at certain times and that's and you got to know the differences i don't think they're going to do that no i don't think so either i think mike is on yeah he is, mike, he's right on yeah, he's going to throw the ball and randy's going to throw the ball right and i think they're going to run the ball at appropriate times right I mean, what yeah. what's in the run game? If you watch the tape, it's all fixable. Right. All right? It, the guys had done it before. They'll do it again. It's fixable. Yeah. But you've got to pay attention, lock down the details, dot the I's, cross the T's, and then run the ball right. when you need to. Yeah. yeah I, I agree with you guys. And also, shout out to Ben. Ben was named AFC Offensive Player of the Week, so shout out to Ben for Beautiful. that yeah. award. Let's maybe this year he gets at least a vote for NFL MVP right. at the end of the year. Wouldn't that be something? How do you go seventeen yeah. years with his career and not get one vote for NFL MVP? One vote. I know that's that's that is crazy, man. That is real crazy. But if he don't, hopefully we got bigger and better plans. We want a Super Bowl, so we don't need none of those silly awards. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, the Super Bowl is the big enchilada, big baby. Big enchilada. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, Juan. Thanks for checking in. We appreciate you, brother. All right. uh, Let's. uh, Do we have time? All right. Do we have time? All right. Let's go to Ernesto uh, in Long Beach. Ernesto, welcome to the locker room. How's Mother's Beach? Huh? (laughs) Good morning, guys. Good morning, brother. Mother's Beach is good. Nobody's All right. Jumping in there right now. There's nobody <laughs> going in that beach right now. <laughs> All right. How are you, brother Ernesto? Huh? Doing good? I'm doing good. All right. I'm doing good. Okay. So, we got to pick it up because we're you we're coming up to a hard break, Ernesto. So we got two minutes. Right. Hit oh. it, buddy. Oh. Well, I want to congratulate uh, Baker Mayfield. You know, um, he finally. Big Ben on wins at uh, his home stadium. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <No>? <laughs> yeah. How about I that? Don't think Big, I don't think Big Ben's gonna be able to sleep tonight. Yeah, I think he's uh, <laughs> he's fine with that. You know. Oh my uh, heavens! Yeah, he got the. That would be Baker Mayfield has got the most wins in the uh, you know the factory of sadness, otherwise known as Brown right. Stadium. Yeah. And uh, congratulations to Big Ben on that uh, AFC player, offensive player of the week. You know, yes, um, indeed. Came a long way from the surgery. You know, it, it looks, it feels good to see him. You know, uh, do good and come back after you know taking a seat for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know he's throwing the ball well. And then uh, I, I just want to tell the whole Steeler Nation, you know, let's not get greedy, man. We can't have. T.J. Watt, Defensive Player of the Year. We can't have Big Ben MVP. We can't have the undefeated season with the Lombardi and and all this. Like, let's not get greedy, guys. We just, you know, all we really need is that Lombardi. Anything else, you know, we we shouldn't care about all these uh, uh, extra awards that they made up for whatever reason. 
Remember the what you the prize you're after is the Lombardi. Uh, That's you know, what it is. I, I I like the undefeated season because they it would have be hold, fabulous. They hold field the home well, field historic. advantage. Well, it's historic too. Right. I mean, shoo, yeah. You know, so I just feel like we can't have it all. You know, let's <laughs> not get greedy, guys. And then uh, to get into the running game a little bit. I'm actually a little bit excited that we're not running the ball so great right now. It's like we still have room for improvement. It's like we're 9-0 and and still have right. room for improvement. Like where is our feeling, you know? Right. We still haven't even touched it. It's like so, I said, um, they've done it before. They can do it again. Everything is fixable in that running game. Yeah. And then I want to tell CR, stop giving out the number because uh, I can't get through on Mondays anymore and give out game balls. <laughs> 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 all right, Ernesto. Oh, all right. Anything else, brother? Uh, no, that's it, man. We we run out of time. Uh, God bless you guys. I'll, I'll all right. God bless. Thank God you bless. for hanging in there and God calling, bud. We appreciate you. Uh, we're gonna uh, take uh, uh, we're gonna uh, take, take a, a break. break. Yep, and uh, we're gonna have. Uh, get back. We we'll come with Jim Wexel, Steel Jim City Wexel. Insider. Maybe we'll have a little Alban Brothers playing yeah. at the top of the hour. All right, we'll go to break and we'll be back. Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So we're back. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room. And Jim Wexel is uh, uh, from Steel City Insider. And uh, we played uh, Tied to the Whipping Post. Of course. Because he loves it. Absolutely. Wex, did you ever have long hair? Did you ever go like shoulder length, that kind of thing? I, I got long hair now, Wolf. Come on, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> no, I, I tried. It, it grew like a bush. I tried to have long hair. You know, back back in the day, right. that's how women used to torture us. They used to go to a crosstown bar with your best friend, right? Right. Now they torture you by making you go to therapy so you... <laughs> And learn to love yourself instead of using me for your external validation. So, Wolf, oh, Wolf, man. you know, Wolf, Wolf in the late, Wolf in the uh, late eighties, he had uh, uh, he had the long hair and. Oh, uh, I, you know what? I went through several different styles, and now yeah. I got no hair. Yeah. 
Man, I, I always was jealous of you guys that could that could grow the hair straight down. You know, mine grew out. Right, right. Yeah, so I wish I was like Wolf, man. I lived in <laughs> Buffalo when Wolf lived. You know, it's funny. I lived in Buffalo when Wolf lived in Buffalo, and I lived in Chicago when Tunch lived in Chicago. Wow. And now we all live in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> That's something. I never thought about that. Yeah. That's really something. What yeah. a road. What a funny road. Oh, all right. Well, Wex, it's good to have you, buddy. And, you know, we're looking ahead here a little bit at the Jacks Jag, uh, Jaguars and just looking at these guys. You know, I didn't know anything about this guy, James Robinson. I did uh, yeah. Gardner Minshew, the fact that he, you know, got a thumb and all that, knew nothing about him. Jake Luton, I didn't, I thought everyone was saying gluten, you know, yeah. like, don't eat gluten, <laughs> you know, it's bad for you. I didn't realize his name was Luton. Yeah, yeah, well, back in the day, that's what they didn't name it, gluten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, this James Robinson, that's, uh, I kept hearing from guys on my site and, and draft mics and, and, and guys who studied the draft that while I was writing my book, I wasn't studying the draft. That right. They all liked this guy, James Robinson. So when, when I saw Mike Tomlin talking about him, I, I said, oh, yeah, well, this is the guy I heard about. And then when Tomlin said he was undrafted, I was really surprised because a lot of people knew Yeah, That's he, remarkable. He, he, had, he had impressed some people along the way. It must have been a, a bowl game or, you know, a, one of those all-star games or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it, it's not surprising the guys at our site and the draft experts how well James Robinson is playing. It, it, it kind of surprised Leonard Fournette, didn't it? He, yeah, yeah. He, he, I chased him out of there. Yeah, he, he's from Illinois State. That's, you know, yeah. the, you is that why you think that they, they jettisoned Fournette? Yeah. I mean, it had to do in part with having this kid Robinson, I would imagine, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Wow. So well, anyway, he must be all they have, Wolf. Have you looked deeply into Jacksonville? Because I haven't. I have not because, you know, as you know, when I get done with the game, the first couple of days, are there's a lot of stuff to do catch-up-wise. <laughs> yeah. So t- st- today starts the preparation looking forward. So uh, just right now, I'm, I'm trying to catch up again. As I said, the Luton guy or Gluten guy, whatever his name is, and then you know James Robinson, as I've heard so much. But they also, I believe they have three of the five starters. The last time they were in Heinz Field and beat the Steelers, uh, they got three of the five starting linemen right. back, and they're, they're, they're very good. Right, right. I remember how good they were. And... Um... Uh, you know, uh, but this one's in Jacksonville, and Tomlin owns Jacksonville in Jacksonville. I'm like Mr. Cower. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, Bill Cower was three and seven in Jacksonville, and and Mike Tomlin is three and zero. Oh, oh wow! I like that. That's good stuff. Yeah. Four of Bill Cower's losses were in September. Every September game they lost. I remember. And, yes, you know, there was one time Tunch and I went up. and We had a cigar up in the, uh, the stadium. At the very top, it was like four hours before kickoff or five hours, and we were there with the team, and you know we were looking at over the St. James River, and it was a beautiful day in Florida, yeah. and it was just amazing. And then um, I, I think the game did not go very well. That right? Time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's that brutal heat. I, you know, somebody told me, ah, these football players are in great shape. The heat in September in Jacksonville doesn't bother them. I, I don't know. I mean, they, they are zero four in September in Jacksonville. And I gotta think it bothers you guys, doesn't it? I, it used to bother me. Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, you know, when when we were in Miami, Wolf, right. uh, uh, I vapor locked up. there, man. Yeah. Oh, 
that after, was a the bad ga- one. after the game. And, uh, uh, you know, when the ambulance came, I oh. was in the uh, – He was on the team bus already. On the team bus, and I said, oh, Wolf's going to go to the hospital. <laughs> I ended up in the hospital. I always would make it through the game, Wax, but it was like – 10, 20 minutes after the game's over, all of a sudden the muscles start cramping and popping and everything, and then woof, that that was bad. Because they never... You didn't do any... What's that? You didn't do any Lawrence Timmons activity, did you? No, I didn't I Didn't throw up. No, but here's here's the thing about it. Nowadays, they'll take, um, they'll take IVs ahead of the game, you know, like... Uh, before the game at halftime, right? They wouldn't give us IVs back then, right? Yeah, they didn't give. They us made IVs. us go to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. So, anyhow, okay. the fact is, this game is an important game, and here's one of the things that we were talking about earlier because, you know, there was a the talk of the trap game, that sort of stuff, and right. you know, Mike Tomlin made a great comment about it's not the MAC ten or the the MAC conference that, versus the Pac ten or, or or what is it, Big, Big 10. ten? All right, I don't know, Big Ten, whatever. So. My thought is, and really, to me, what, what where it becomes a trap game, at least from my experience with Coach Noel, was when Coach Noel would, would say, we're going to go down there and we're going to beat him with the run game. We're going to prove a point we can run the game or run the ball, and we're going to do it to the detriment of even if we're going to lose the game, we're going to run the ball. Right. You know? I mean, he would have that in his, yeah. his mindset. And I think you still, though the running game is something and an issue that you got to work on, you still have to talk or you still have to be prepared to be light on your feet, be fluid, and win the game. Yes. And uh, that's you know, what drives. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Jimmy. Well, that's what drives me crazy about that question of what's your identity. Yeah. Right. You know, I, our identity is that we'll do what it takes to win this ball game. Yes. Well, you know, he, he said uh, we're winners. He, when yeah. he said. Uh, I hope that's our identity. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but. Um, you know they're they're really crowding the interior. I assume it's yes because Connor's probably a better straight ahead runner than an outside runner. So, yes, I mean that is opening up the short passing game. It, it's going to come un unblocked, un unclogged once these teams start saying, you know, we're going to have to honor this passing game. Right, and and then then it'll open back up. I I think, and I could be totally wrong about this, but I think Tomlin is. Uh, uh, stressing that they're going to go in the lab and hammer out a running game, I think that was all just talk. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, you I know, yeah, I, you know, the the uh, passing game is the West Coast passing game now. Uh, it's quick stuff. Uh, you know, uh, Ben uh, sets up quick and quick release, and uh, you know he's got those slants. But there's and runs cross. that you can run against a, a box, right? Uh, that's stuffed with uh, every everybody but the the kicker, okay? And one of them is the counter trap. And I think that's one of the things we're talking about. You can take those elements and build on them because right now in the counter trap, they're not having success at the point of attack, getting people with their hand in the ground off the ball. You got to move people off the ball. Doesn't have to be a lot, but you got to secure it and move it. Yeah, and then they, you they're, they're have not the, doing it. They're right. not doing it. And then you got to have the good kick out block followed by the guy, the cleanup block turning up inside or you log and then the trailer he bubbles around and and turns up and you got to keep it tight so james doesn't have to bubble five yards deep to go over the top and he loses six yards you know what i mean yeah that's where the problem has been he must have been five for minus 25 on that play last week right right yeah 
So they've got to tighten up the details on that. I think they can do it, and you do it in conjunction with a couple of things. Number one is you do it with draws, and I think you also do it with um, some uh, some screen action. Uh, okay, and, you know, and and the you 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 do uh, the draw plays. Uh, they they want run. They ran them well last week. Right. They uh, need to do more uh, of that. Yeah, they need to do more of that, and uh, they need to run screens. And uh, they need to run uh, power, uh, power blocks. Uh, Not the inside stuff. You yeah. don't need with, when you got a, a cram box like that. Right. So, given all that, Wex, I, I say that the the trap is only if you trap yourself into thinking you have to win in a certain way. Right. Yeah, it's a trap game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we settled that issue. You know. <laughs> now, you know. This is this is a conference game. And right. You can't count on beating the Ravens Thanksgiving night, even if it is at home, even if it is they're playing poorly. Uh, and they do have Tennessee this week. So I mean, you win this game, you can really put a hammer down. Yes. Even if you lose Thursday, which I mean, it's hard for these away teams to win on Thursday nights. But I think you know the hope is, and uh, you know it, it's going to be difficult. But to get riled up for this game and really put the hammer down against Jacksonville, no, and and maybe go up four games in conference, you know, you know, how are they going to work? They're they're going what eight playoff teams per per uh, conference? Is right, that it? right. Well, I I believe that's only if they don't finish the season. Correct? Oh, really? Oh, see, I don't know. That's this stuff gets uh, always gets confused in my gourd when right. you know we start to talk well, about it. You know right. why? You know why, Wolf? Because we don't need to know it yet. So yeah, true. People like you and I, I haven't really looked into it, but I'm pretty sure when they came out with that eight playoff team rule, that was if we don't finish all 16 games. Okay. Now that would make uh, more I could sense. Be wrong, but I, yeah, I hope I, you know because you, you you went into the year promising the top two teams a playoff buy. So wow. If if nothing has changed. Why would you change the rules in midstream? That's it, true. You right. Know, you know, the, 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 the first two teams should get that bye, and that's going to be important. If it's the Steelers, it's going to be important to them because they had their bye so early. Right. Unless you're Ben and Vinny and Gerald Hawkins and Jalen Samuels, as Terrell Edmonds told me yesterday, he says, yeah, we saw him. We told him, oh, you guys got a bye week there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say this, you know, since it was the Bengals, that I think Ben was really focused. Oh, yeah. Probably more focused last week to prove, you know, that he could do this. Oh, and yeah. And the study, he probably focused during the studying, and uh, the guys uh, who had the more meaningful uh, games probably were really focused. I, I think, but I don't know that you can do that every week. I, I think when it's a unique situation, you really bear down to get through a unique situation absolutely i think it. you are spot on all right we got less than a minute jim how's the book what do we hear about troy palomalo and his book well we're coming out black friday okay uh, it's going to be shipped to me uh on black monday coming up 
Uh, it'll be Black Monday if they lose to the Jaguars. I'll tell you that. Oh, that that will be. But that Black Friday could be Black and Gold Friday, baby, when the book comes out. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. Thank you, Wolf. I, it pays to talk to smart people. It really does. <laughs> then you, uh, you'll, you'll be talking to Tunch. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wex, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Steel City Insider, Jim Wexel, all things Almond Brothers. <laughs> Appreciate it, fellas. Take care. Thanks so much, brother. Appreciate you. And indeed, that was uh, interesting. You know, you think about it, Chalooch, and I'm looking forward to Jim Wexel and his book and reading about Troy Polamalu because one of the things I love about Jim is his writing. His writing is second to none. Oh, so, yeah. He, absolutely he's great, great he's stuff. Great. No great. doubt about it. Okay. And so when, when he went to Terre Haute, he, he asked the bartender, Absolutely. Uh, do you know Tunchilka? And he said, no, I no. don't know. <laughs> You've never heard of Tunch Ilkin. How can that be? All right, let's go to break. We'll be back. It's Tunch and Wolf in the locker room, and we'll be back with more. The Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So that Stone song was ripped this joint, and it's from Exile on Main Street. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, uh, when we painted our... uh, our, uh, uh, fraternity house. Uh huh. We were blaring that. Were you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah so, and uh, you know what? Uh, we we went. We wanted to uh, go to the phones. Rick in Dayton, Ohio. Rick, welcome to the locker room. Good morning. Good morning, guys, and thanks for taking my call this week. You betcha. Um, I always love. I always love to call you guys. So I know I'm late in the week, but the week of a of a Steelers win over the Bengals, I'm surrounded by Bengals fans. And, <laughs> uh, it's always great to know that we've won whatever it is, 11 in a row. And this is the one week where my wife tells me to put my big uh, you're in Steeler company, uh, country banner on the house all week. So that's that's a great thing. All, all right. right. I like it. Way to stand up, yeah. buddy. All right, Rick. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, hey, I, I heard your Monday night show with Missy and, and you guys and right. some discussion about Cincinnati chili. Right. And uh, it's probably the one thing I love about Cincinnati. You uh, you, you like the chili? You like the Skyline chili? I, I do. And, and, and Tunch, you had said that one of the secret ingredients was chocolate. Right. Correct. But, uh, but one of the other ones is cinnamon. Yeah. Mm. So I didn't know if you guys knew that. Or I actually... Yeah, I, know. I like... Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead, Rick. 
I was just going to say, I, I like the three-way, which is uh, no onions and beans, but lots of cheese and, and sauce and noodles, yeah. I just became I, I became a recent fan of it at some point in time because I tasted it. I was like, not oh, a fan. Not not fan, but I, I, I liked that. When, I liked when, it. when we, we had it, I you had didn't it. like it. No, I did like it. I did. I, it took a little while. Yeah. It was different because the first time I tried it, it was like, nah, no, I don't really like it. But then you know me. I'm a fat guy. I eat yeah. anything. <laughs> That's right. I almost hate to talk to you about food on a Wednesday when you haven't uh, – Met weight, so I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, hey, listen, I was on the job last night. I had to do what I had to do. So I had to eat the burger. I had to eat the, the chili dog. I had to eat the loaded uh, potatoes and, and chicken and bacon. All right? I mean, yeah. that was yeah. part of my job. I get it. And, you know, in the in the late 80s, he had a mullet. What's that oh. got to do with it, with eating? <laughs> I had that was one of several hairdos, man. Now I got no hairdos. Yeah, now, I think Tunch's point there is you've demonstrated for a long time poor judgment. So <laughs> that That's exactly it. That's exactly it. That's a. I got to tell you, buddy. That's the quote of the morning. You have demonstrated poor judgment. That, yes. Yeah. I would say Again, if yeah. I wrote a biography about myself, it would be. This is the life of poor judgment. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, hey, I love hearing you guys talk about offensive line play. So I had, I always have a question. So my question this morning is, um, watching the games this year, um, they, they, they show a lot of angles from, I assume, that camera that flies around on the wire above the, above the field mm-hmm. where you, you see from behind the quarterback. And I, I've, I've been amazed – been watching football a long time, but I'm amazed at the number of times that Ben and other quarterbacks have to sort of throw around the uh, the arms of uh, rushing defensive linemen and linebackers, and you know, throw to the side and around them. And I guess I'm I'm curious as an offensive lineman is is there any is there something that O linemen are supposed to do or they do do to try to keep those uh, those pass rushers' hands down? You know, well, when uh, they reach. Uh, they when they jump and they reach, we uh, drill them. Uh, you know, we punch them and uh, uh, we try to put them on their back. One of the but things, that, you, one of the things you do is when they jump up and put their hands up in there late, you uh, put your helmet where um, yeah. a young man should never be hit. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and you know they they don't do that anymore. No, they. We we come from an era that uh, is you know it was an old time era and yeah. things were a little bit the, the the violence was a lot more prominent it was bar- barbaric yeah it was a little more barbaric back then now they have all sorts of 147 camera angles and you know they have a commissioner that says uh, we're going to stamp out all this and so it's not as uh, it's not like it used to be shall we say. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, All here's, right. Well, listen, I, okay. Here's the right. thing, though, about today that they can do. You can hold much better. Okay. So one of the things, because what they do is vertical sets. So you, they give ground, supposedly grudgingly, sometimes more than grudgingly. Yeah. But you can hold on to the guy, and when they go to jump, you've got to try to snatch him forward towards right. you. So you've got to be able to feel uh, the weight disbursement of the player so when he goes to jump you either pull him forward or you shove him backwards real fast so that he falls over yeah all right you've got to be able to but they don't do that they do do it yeah occasionally you know it's it's that's one of the methods that you can use to be able to you know uh 
Get them to get their hands down. We okay? had we we the did best that. way was when you cut them. We we did just that. cut them. Yeah, I was the rag right. doll. So I, yeah, <laughs> we're just old guys talking about old days. You know, old days. Oh please, don't say. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for taking my call this morning, guys. As always, and you both have a great week and go Steelers. All thank right, you, Rick. brother, and thank you for the title of my biography. Yeah, <laughs> life of poor judgment. All right, uh, <laughs> let's go to Bishop in Greensburg. Uh, Bishop Greensboro. Greensboro. Uh, welcome, <laughs> Greensburg. Well, I, 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 I can't see it. Hi, right, Bishop. Well, how, how about you, Bishop? Hey guys, hey guys, how you doing? Maybe I just start saying uh, Greensboro between Raleigh and Charlotte. How about yeah. that? Yeah, I'll, I'll so. It works, brother. Um, it works. Uh, uh, one thing I just want to mention is that I heard y'all talking about it. Um, ben got the AFC, uh, uh, excuse me, NFL uh, Player of the Week, uh, and people were talking about maybe even a MVP run. I don't see Ben ever. I say ever, but I don't see Ben getting the uh, MVP run. But what about uh, comeback player of the year? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, so. he's, uh, he's, got, he's aligned for that. Hey, Bishop, uh, how about this? You know, I get what you're saying, but think about the, there's still hope because Ben got a roughing call this past weekend. How about that? Right. He finally got yeah, a roughing yeah. call after, I don't yeah. know, 17 years of, of enduring some of the worst hits you can get in modern-day, modern-era football. He finally got a yeah, roughing call. Yeah, I remember that one uh, against Baltimore where basically Terrell Suggs just busted his face open. Right. And they didn't give him a rough pass on that. So I was kind of shocked that he got that one. I guess he finally they figured they finally paid his dues after 17 years. We'll figure it. So maybe he's going to get a, a MVP vote. I'm not talking about winning it, just a vote. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that definitely, uh, it's, it's amazing that he has just never even gotten um, votes in the past. That's amazing. But I definitely. I definitely see this this man coming back uh, as far as um, uh, comeback player of the year because he is he is looking great and it also makes me wonder how good could he, could he have been the last couple of years if he had dealt with that uh, that elbow issue earlier. Yeah. Uh, they said that he he would uh, he was having uh, he's had pains in those in that elbow for for uh, several seasons and it was just I guess there was a season that finally let loose on him but just imagine how good he probably could have been. Uh, had he dealt with that earlier. You know, you don't know because as a ball player, you tend to just ride with how your body's feeling. You know, unless something actually tears or breaks down, you just, eh, it is what it is, and you just move on, you know. And uh, you're right. How how much better could he have been? We don't know. But yeah. the fact is, I love where he's at right now. And and you know, yeah. one, one of the things that uh, when we played uh, uh, the Ravens, Holodi Nada, uh, split his nose. Oh, broke his nose. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. There was. Uh, I was not at. Okay. Not sales. So, Suggs so just beat him up so often. I just assumed if I was Suggs, he did that. I just didn't yeah. remember exactly who it was. Uh, well, guys, I didn't want to hold you up. I just. I just You're not holding us up, brother. We're enjoying the conversation. Well, okay. In that case, then this Cincinnati chili. Yes. What is the deal with that? I mean, how are they known so much for chili other than down here, uh, uh, better than people down here in the South? Well, the funny thing about it is you go there, and if you Google that, they have more chili restaurants per capita, per capita in Cincinnati than anywhere else. Yeah. They eat more Skyline cheese. chili. Well, there's sky, but there's different kinds of chili, too, down there. But that's a chili-eating city. Yeah. And they eat okay. more cheese 
uh, basically per capita than just about anywhere else. It's funny because this is Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, maybe except for the cheesy Wisconsin. in Wisconsin. But the fact is, yeah. this is the stuff you do for a radio show. I mean, that's good radio talk. Yeah. I mean, you're sitting around yeah. eating cheese, you know, eating chili. Put chili on your spaghetti, which I found out I liked. Yeah, I never thought I liked that, but I do like that. Yeah. So. Okay. One other, one other thing that I'll just maybe when you said sitting around and and with Thanksgiving coming up and people getting together and there, the whole debate of whether or not to get together for you know because of COVID nineteen or to get together or just you know whatever, but with the spikes and I'm not getting political at all, but with the spikes in cases right now, have the Rooney or Hansfield addressed what they're going to do going forward if they're going to keep it. Uh, with the somewhat number of people, the uh, fans they have now, or do you know if they start talking about maybe possibly reducing that? You know, this is interesting because Philly and Baltimore have said no more fans. Right. So wow. I don't know okay. what's happening here. Um, as far as I know, it's still, well, it's a go, you know, yeah. that, that they'll okay. have fans, but we'll see because you never know. Yeah, this is the first time in 10 years my wife and I have not made a trip up there to a game, and it's, uh, it's a little depressing. But I'm making sure I'm getting uh, getting off from work every Sunday so this, I don't miss any games. <laughs> so. Well, think about this. This is what I heard. There's there's certain places in the country here where for Thanksgiving you can have uh, up to 10 people over, and for a funeral you can have 30. So, therefore, my, I'm going to have a funeral for a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and and only, you would, only you only you would find a way to circumvent the system. How about that? We're gonna we're gonna eulogize a turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over so, Thanksgiving. So, uh, how many people are you having over? Well, I mean, it's a funeral for a turkey. <laughs> All right, uh, Bishop. Uh, Thanks, brother. God bless you, brother. Be Love you. Be blessed, guys. Yeah, All right, man. Be blessed. All right. Fabulous. Uh, and uh, You know, the, the fact is, you know, I was just reading one of the things that, that uh, I thought was so funny was I was reading Doug Marone talking about his memories of Pittsburgh. And one of the things he brought up was, think about this. You're, you're a head coach, and you're talking about your memories of Pittsburgh. Right. And he's talking about practicing up at training camp in, in Three Rivers and wearing those black burlap sacks. Yeah. <laughs> Remember our jerseys? Our practice jerseys were like burlap sacks. They weren't right. like – they weren't like – uh, numbers we didn't have numbers on them and they they were they were so hot in the summertime right they were just brutal they weren't aerated or that meshy material like they wear today you know they were very hot and i thought it was hilarious that he's talking about those burlap bag sack type jerseys we wore with no numbers yeah uh, back in the day so Good for Dougie Marone. I love the guy. He's a good guy. He's Syracuse man. Yeah, of he's a, he, he, Dougie's a great guy. Yeah, he is a good guy, and he's right now. I know he's uh, up to his neck, and um, you know it's it's tough when you're one and eight. Yeah, no doubt about oh, it. Your my. next opponent is the Steelers, and I wish him well on every week, but this week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think it's time to roll. Well, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more of your calls. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back after this.
You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So we're back. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room. And let's go to the phone. Sarcastic sword parts unknown. Sword, welcome to the locker room, buddy. Hey, guys. Thanks for letting me in. First, I'd like to say hi to my crew behind me here. Uh, well, there's no one there. I'm sorry. Never mind. Uh, you know, before I forget about it and it passes on, I've been one of the biggest critics of uh, Jordan Berry in the last couple of years. I've been hoping and praying for someone that could flip the field. And his performance thus far, I mean, it's a pro, an all-pro performance. I was looking over his stats just last week. I think he had... 58-yarders, 62-yarders. Yes. At first, I thought it was the wind was helping him, but he went in both directions. I think he has 9 out of 19 kicks inside the 20. Given that, he still has like a 48-yard average, one of his best. And I, I just hope as the weather gets colder, he continues it. But he, he looks like an entirely different guy he, than he has before. He was better yeah. than Dustin Colquitt. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And I'm, I've never heard him utter a word. I'm just, it's a shame with the virus, things are closed down because I'd love to hear an interview with that guy. I've yes. never heard a peep out of him in all the years he's been here. And a couple high snaps, three of them actually, this past week, and he handles them beautifully. A big part of that special teams. Uh, uh, speaking of that, Justin Lane, I had to look his name up, number 31 in the program. Uh, not only the kick on the, or the tackle on the coverage at 58 yard or to zero return, not only the block that he threw for Ray Ray to free him on that punt return. If you go back and watch that punt return by, uh, Ray Ray, look at, uh, Lane. Not only does he block, but right after that, he puts his arms up or to the side so he doesn't run into the guy's back, which was so easy to do with his momentum. He completely avoids bumping into that guy to have a flag thrown and nullify that whole play. Uh, excellent, uh, excellent special team play by that guy. Um, let me ask you something. When you, uh, I'm, I'm reading all this about, you know, the target on our back and whatnot, having the record we have. When you were playing, when the ball was snapped, were you more worried about the defensive lineman giving you an uppercut, or were you thinking, I've got a target on my back? I better watch how I play here. The point is, once play starts, I mean, we got to write about something, I guess, but target on your back or not, Jacksonville's been a real problem for us. I think it's going to be a big game for the Steelers because of what we've done in the past or, or what we didn't do against these guys and, and the record they have against us. Uh, I, I really think we're going to be up for this game, and, and I, I, I certainly hope so. And you know, the target on your back. These guys, actually, there's a great deal of maturity in this team. Maybe it's the leaders being Hayward or Watt or even Ben. Very uh, not loudmouth, no raw, raw guys. A very low-key leadership that really seems to be working with all the young guys. And these guys don't act like they have anything here. They, they act like they've got a long way to go and they're working at it. And it's a very mature-looking uh, team uh, and the whole attitude is is a very pleasant surprise uh, from from other years. Uh, any comment on the overall uh, uh, you know the overall look of the team's attitude? 
You know, I I, I see that uh, I I see it like you, sarcastic sword. Uh, it, it's uh, you know they're they're very mature, and uh, one of the things I think they're mature because uh, Mike Tomlin uh, speaks truth into their lives, and uh, he's um, he's a mentor. Uh, not only a, a football coach, a great coach, but a mentor. He mentors guys. Very much yeah. so. Sword, I'll say yeah. this, and this is what I, I, I refer to when I talk about uh, a target on the back. Where I, I, I never worried about what they were coming at me with, a target on the back, that sort of thing. Uppercut was first and foremost, or the swim, <laughs> or the headbutt, what have you. But what I think it, it speaks to when you hear about the target on your back Guys play week in and week out with different levels of mental RPMs in their gourd, okay? Sometimes you'll notice, you'll see some guys that, that you know, they, they play like out of the, out of, unbelievably so. And then against other opponents, they don't play very well. And it has to do with what's going on in their lives, their professionalism, how much they prepare during the week. Because you can't walk into a stadium, I don't care who you are, you can't walk into a stadium on game day and flip a switch. It doesn't work like that. It's the preparation that begins on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's carried over to and then channeled down what I call walking the zone right up until the kickoff time, and then you let, cut it all loose. But it's a result of all the previous week's work together. So that's what I refer to when I talk about, you know, if a guy's got a, you know, no target, it's like that. It's about the mental RPMs that each guy brings to the game in preparation. Wow. And, and Sword, uh, you know, we started getting nervous Wednesday uh, as uh, already the, thinking the about game the, plan. Yeah, the, yeah. The future, and so, so we, we, uh, we got nervous Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and uh, Saturday was the rest day. Yeah, but it was yeah. the mental RPMs. Go ahead, yeah. Sword. But, uh, thanks, thanks for the insight. I start getting nervous Wednesday because I get paid on Friday. And I'm not <laughs> sure I'm well, I've arrived at the corner here where my crew is supposed to be, and uh, oh, there's no one there yet. So I'm going to stand in the cold for a while, guys, and continue to listen. Uh, good luck. Prayers. God bless. Thanks so much. Thank, uh, God bless, thank brother. Thank you, <laughs> sarcastic sword. God bless oh, you. I love it. You know, that's so funny. Like they say, you know, they say if you're – if you think you're leading and nobody's following, all you're doing is you're out for a walk. <laughs> right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Who, who's who's the second one uh, under our sarcastic sword? All, all right. right. Uh, welcome, Dano from Florida. Uh, welcome to the locker room, buddy. <laughs> hey guys, how are you this morning? Yeah, we're doing just fabulous, Dano. How are you? Uh, I woke up feeling lighter today, Wolf. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Rub it in. Rub it in, my good man. Hey, actually, I only lost two ounces. <laughs> That's it. We're down to minutia. Yeah. Getting to the minutia of weight loss. Yeah, I might have to change that Mendoza line, but thank you. <laughs> I love it. Okay, what so, do you got, uh, Dano? Okay, actually, uh, it's a good thing that I write notes on, in pencil because everybody that's called in so far has taken my question. Oh, yeah. So, but I have to agree with the sarcastic one, and I think that the special teams is, is doing a phenomenal job. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Josh, and uh, especially that, that uh, hit by uh, Mr. Lane. Uh, that was beautiful. Week. Yeah, it was 
You oh know, gosh. you know, one of the things I love about that was you watch him, Justin Lane, and he never wavers. He never pulls off. He yeah. never pops a parachute, as we like to say. He beat his man down the field, and it's like he was tracking that ball with a radar in his head because he, the instant that guy caught the ball and he was at a dead run, he palpitated that dude. That was awesome. That's a great right, play. Right, right, right. He just knocked the taste out of his mouth. Yes. But uh, anyway, um, just uh, I'm going to make it brief because, like I said, some of the questions I was going to ask you, a lot of people already asked. So uh, I did happen to watch a podcast the other night. Chris Long Mm -hmm. uh, does a podcast, and he had his Hall of Fame dad on there. And I did not realize this, but whenever they were talking to Howie, uh, he was saying that, uh, the Steelers were interested in him, in in drafting him. How we long? Really, yes, sir. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised uh, at all. Great player. And he said that uh, he got a chance uh, to meet uh, Joe Green, and from that moment on, whenever the Raiders finally drafted him, that he wanted to use Joe Green's number, number seventy-five. I wouldn't be surprised. That does not surprise yeah. me at all. And he, but he, he, he's glad that he was a Raider. He said, but he really was hoping that the Steelers would draft him. <laughs> you know, there's because a lot of young men that feel the same way. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, but you know what? You know what? He won two Super Bowls. Oh, he did with did. Raiders. Hey, he's a Hall right. of Famer. He's a great yeah. player. no doubt about oh, it. He had, a, he had a great career, but it was just interesting that he said that that when after he met Joe Green that. Uh, from that moment on, he wanted to wear 75, whoever, yeah. whoever did draft him. Yeah. But, no uh, doubt about and another, it. And another thing is that the uh, Maple Bacon Donuts are on their way. Woo! Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I hope they don't come on a Tuesday before a Wednesday weigh-in. <laughs> but I, 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 as soon as I give it to the postman, Wolf, uh, it's up to him when he's going to give it to <laughs> if, You're a beautiful man, Dano. Dano. If, if he's might send, he, he might he might do just that. Dano, oh, the, I, the, 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 the maple donuts, is there gluten-free? You know what? I, I, to, to be honest with you, uh, I did ask them if they did carry gluten-free donuts. And the girl wasn't sure. So uh, if they're there whenever I go pick them up, then I will make sure and get you some. I also did find chocolate chip donuts. So they're also gonna gonna be in the box. But All right. Just want to let you know that. What I a what a what a wonderful man yeah, you are. I appreciate Dano, you, you Dano. Are, you are a great guy. Maple donut. Oh right. man, I like that. You are a great guy. Very good, brother. You guys have a great rest of the week. God All bless right. You. God bless, you. man. Love you, man. Take care. God bless you, man. Love you, buddy. Yeah. Take care. Boy, that's sensational. Yeah. Boy, like I said, though, but if they come on a Tuesday before a Wednesday, Boy, and man, that's a little rough. But, yeah, you know, we'll just have to pull out the old waiver again. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, uh, you, tomorrow's uh, Thursday. Tomorrow's yeah. our golden practice day, so yeah. we'll be able to check in and see what's going on and yeah. see how everybody's doing. Right. I look forward to that. Right, 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 right. All right, so. Uh, we, uh, we're going to... Uh, uh, exit uh, now and exit stage uh, right. He's Wolf. I'm Twitch, and you're in the locker room.